brain Welcome into his frequency Enter at your own risk Come be at peace with me Ask the call Where we rise and don't fall Welcome back to another episode of Baxter's Buzz. I am your host, Baxter E. Hall. Welcome to my brain. Welcome to my frequency. Enter at your own risk. Now, uh, today I have an incredibly special guest with me. Um, He is the pastor of First Trinity Missionary Baptist Church in Flint, Michigan, uh, he is basically a brother of my dear friend, uh, Pastor Ezra Tillman. Pastor, welcome back to Baxter's Buzz. How you doing? Hey, man, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. I'm back on the show. <laughs> hey, man, good good to see you, and I appreciate uh, your time. No problem. So, it's an honor, man. So, um, as folks may not know, um, I have just written my first book. I'm super excited about it. Uh, the title is called... Uh, Angelic Eights, uh, a letter to, to Zara. It's a letter to my daughter, um, and it's it's amazing in a way that it's it's it was like a, a living document. I was like adding stuff to it almost every day until until I, I completed it. Went back, added some more because um, it's really trying to document these eight lessons that I want to. Um, leave with her but really i want to leave 80 right or 800 and it's it's like trying to narrow these things down um this is just the first installment maybe there'll be more but i'm really pleased pleased with it and um the last chapter um is a super important one and it talks about gratitude gratitude being one of the secret ingredients to success and and people you know maybe not always recognizing that and i couldn't think of a better person to have um on the show to speak with me about the attitude of gratitude. So, um, Pastor, when you when you think about gratitude um, and sort of how you incorporate it into your own life, like what is it? What does it mean to you? Man, personally, gratitude to me is a, um, a humbling reflection about where I'm at, um, a point of feeling um, unworthy or being honored because you um, have been bestowed with a particular opportunity, particular things, family, health, um, uh, that, that it goes on and on, but that particular appreciation for that particular thing in which you are grateful about. And my mindset, and I want to share uh, my conviction about that, of what that produces, because I think uh, sometimes people use gratefulness and thankfulness as synonyms, and they're not. And so for me, I think uh, gratefulness is a spiritual gift. If it could. Mm. Go on, go on. To talk about the difference. All right. So so one passage that is very difficult that people tend to say, and it's usually um, presented as if it's contradictory, but um, it's First uh, Thessalonians 5 and 16. It goes on to say, like, you know, uh, rejoice always. And uh, in, all, in all things, give thanks for this is the will of God concerning you in Christ Jesus. So people are saying, well, how am I being thankful at the funeral? How am I being thankful when I got robbed? How am I being thankful when I lost my job? And of course, when you're magnifying whatever the circumstance is, you'll never see the good unless you're considering that, yes, I'm at a funeral, but yet I still have opportunities for myself. I have um, opportunities to make differences. Um, I lost my job, but this could be 
another shift in my career for me to look towards really what I really want to do versus being a dead end job. Um, I got robbed, but I didn't get shot, you know, but so it's always a bigger picture. If you're looking at, you know, how it was really managed in, in life. And usually because we're so pessimistic and we're so self-centered that all those things are cluttered out because of the one thing being the subject. So I think um, personally, so gratefulness, biblically, I want to give that example, speaks about not only a feeling, but a response. So if I'm thankful for something, that's how I'm dealing with inner perception and views and humility and reflection. But then the producing of my thanksgiving is what I believe is gratitude, because if I've been blessed with something, I've been given something, then I have something to give, I have something to pass on. And so from that place, it drives me to respond because if I've received, then I can also give to others. And usually that's what stops it because people are thankful. Thanksgiving, you buy your head, say a prayer, thank God for the turkey, but somebody else hungry, somebody mm -hmm. else in the soup kitchen, somebody else in the street, and you have all this food you end up throwing away. You don't even think to say, let me take this, you know, pre-COVID to someplace where someone can actually eat because for them, this is life. So yeah. thankfulness is a feeling. I think gratitude is a matter of action. Mm. You know, um, I, honestly, I had never thought about it that way. Um, I, I, I think I use gratitude and gratefulness much more. And I, and I think it's because of, because of what you're saying, although I hadn't really allowed it to register in my brain that way, you know, um, in, in the book, I, you know, I talk about, um, these crazy winds that, that we've been having here in Michigan. And I came out to uh, the driveway and my basketball room that is, you know, weighted down, rock, sand, the whole nine, had fallen over into the driveway. Broken, like uh, the, the rim broke through the backboard. I mean, I was, I, I was like, what in the world? I came out there to grab my garbage can that was rolling down the street. Wasn't even thinking about that, you know, and, and so my first instinct, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. I got to get this replaced or whatever. And then you start thinking, man, what if my car was there? What if the kids were out there? Right. And immediately it's an acknowledgement of, yeah, I'm not incredibly happy with the outcome, but man, it could be much worse. Right. Yeah. Um. The the. You know, gratitude is something that I I think that that I've had to sort of train my my brain to really appreciate. You know, you talk about it from a, a spiritual uh, standpoint. I think about um, just, you know, sometimes just sitting in the house, a quiet house. Yeah, you versus, know, man. Yeah. Hey, hey. Versus yeah. where, where I grew up at. <laughs> Right. It, it and was no, just no the, silence. Yeah. No silence. And nice. you just, you know, you, you think about just being able to sit still and, you know, if something does come up, come up on the camera, it's probably a deer, <laughs> you know, um, it, it's, it's these, these simple things that we take for granted each day. That's right. That we really should be thanking God for, because honestly, there are folks that um, that small thing to us was a big th 
something to, to, to them or that that small inconvenience to us ended up being something that maybe they these folks couldn't other folks couldn't maybe get get over. And um, we, we we're so self-centered. We don't always spend time in, in that moment understanding how how grateful that we are for the small hiccup versus the, the larger one. Right. Let, let me jump in on that, man. I think you made a valid point about what means small to you means great to others. And, and that's another point why I mean about, okay, we talk about Thanksgiving being a feeling, gratitude being a um, product, but then what gratitude looks like as a blessing for the person who receives it. So that's the exchange where, you know, our conviction as Christians is that people experience love, not be told love, right? Because you cannot change the person who's receiving what it means to them and how they perceive or where they were or what it meant to bring them to a certain place or to receive a certain thing because you don't even know what their prayers were. You know, their journey were. However, when that was answered, they didn't just see you, that gratefulness was of you, but they knew this was a God thing, right? Yeah. And so they always think, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, no, nah, it's nothing, but no, nah, really, it's a big deal, right? Because yeah. I'm on the receiving it. So the gratitude piece, as in what it looks like, is you extending the goodness and grace to others as you understand you have received goodness and greatness from God. Now, see, that, that's what becomes spiritual because within your own mind, your own practices, you know I will always be a giver. I will always be mindful to respect my elders or help someone if I can. If, if my trash can was rolling down the street, I'm going to get Sister Jones. I'm going to get Mr. Mr. Um, Mr. Greens, right? Hands down, I don't even think about it because I respect and I want to see them walking down the street getting blown by the wind, right? But for some people, because of the hardness of not being thankful and not being grateful and knowing how to extend to someone else, it stops the whole concept of what God's really doing in a person's life. So mm -hmm. this, this thing I saw, man, recently on, uh, I think it was an Instagram clip or something like that, and this guy was doing a test. He was in the grocery store going from line, line, to line. And so okay. he went to one line like, hey, man, I lost my wallet, man. You know, can you get me this bottle of water? Mm -hmm. You saw that one? Right. So man, he was like, man, no, nah, man, get you on. Man. You ain't got no money. He said, no, nah, man, I left, I left my wallet. Go somebody else. No, nah, I'm straight. No, nah, no, nah, you, you good. This mother had three kids with her, basket full of food, lined up on the uh the grocery belt. He asked, she's like, no problem. He was like, really? He said, honestly, this is just a test. And because you're helping me, really, I want to make sure I take care of your whole bill. Mm. And we don't know on the recipient end of what gratitude looks like when you extend to others, because you don't know how it comes back. Right. You reap what you sow. Right. God is right. not marked, right? So, so it's a principle of life. And for those who live it and those who have, if they are the most crude, screwed, uh, evil person in the world, have no problem giving. If it's even for paying off their taxes or getting tax breaks, whatever the case is, they have no problem giving. But for us, it's a hardness of heart. When we don't know how to express Thanksgiving, then gratitude. Wow, um, you know, yeah, the the our uh, upbringing sometimes, um, and and one of the other chapters in in the book is uh, is planting good seeds, right? And when you and I have talked about uh, that theme in a number of different ways, whether it be, you know karma or whatever you know we we, we had a, a interesting conversation recently around like karma versus 
sort of re reaping what you sow and, and, and those things. Although, again, folks may look at them at, like uh, as synonyms. They, they are, you know, two different things. Um, you know, again, another piece that's super important is, is giving and giving of, 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 um, of, your, of yourself to, to people that don't appear to be able to help you. That, that they can help you, right? I think yeah. that's I think that's even more important because you're there's no there's no ulterior motive in it. You're helping this person because they don't seem like they can help you, not because you're expecting anything in return. Yeah. Uh talk about talk about that concept and uh sort of biblically how how it uh how, how you interpret it? I think God blesses us to be a blessing. Number one, um, one passage in the scripture says that he gives seed to the sower, which means God's not asking anything of you that you cannot do. It's a matter of you will do but what you have. So if he abundantly blesses you, you know, it's a small thing to give, even with the whole point and concept of and offering, which most people make this big deal. Everyone swear they love God. But he asks of your 10% to give. You have 100 that he has given you and 10 to give back. And it's so much. Why oh, I can't do that. But we buying Gucci belts, Gucci shoes, and we riding on ball tires, right? So we're making excuses for what we want. But when he gets those things which are really worth what you're building, you know, as the Bible said, don't, don't uh, build your treasures upon earth where moth and rust can, can tear it up. Um, that's how we really live our lives. So we don't consider really what it does for someone else. This point of being blessed is to be a blessed to someone else. And that's the whole goal and the mission of Christ coming in the first place. He came to save, right? Mm. So he was straight, right? It was his sacrifice. It was his choice. It was him taking on the ugliness of what we can do for ourselves and then giving us what we cannot get ourselves. Mm. And so I think that practice of, if I could explain being like in a likeness to God, is learning how to be good to others, to be a blessing to others, because we don't even know how it comes back. So now this, this one passage always kind of helped me with that karma and that sowing concept. It's a passage, uh, I believe in Hosea, Obadiah, one of those passages, minor prophets. And he says, you sow to the wind, but you reap a whirlwind. Now, principle-wise, mm -hmm. your small action could bring a miracle in your life because you acted on obedience. You acted out of thanksgiving. You act out of gratitude. You, you acted out of humility, not thinking more highly of yourself, right? And God said, okay, upon this test, you passed it. That's what I got for you, Baxter. It's blowing your mind. You're like, how this happened? You don't even know because this small justice over here of you just paying for a kid's bubble gum, you know what I'm saying? Because he lost 50 cent. He was crying about it. You don't know what you've sold into someone else's life. And what that means to that person as they grow and they learn to give, they learn to act and do good deeds for others. So I think it's a, a teacher in our giving. I think it's um, a, a continual learning and growth because one of my particular prayers is I've asked for more so I can give more. Mm. And as you give to others and you give to uh, foreign missions, you give to Red Cross, you give to feeding the hungry, whatever the case is, or children overseas, whatever, you don't know how that actually changed people's life from a small gesture of what you've been given, right? That cannot be measured, but God knows, right? Exactly. So I, that, that, that's my principle as I speak about it as being a meaningfulness of, of gratefulness, man, you know, as in what the person is sowing 
and what the person's receiving as a recipient. Yeah. The uh, God uh, gives seeds to the sower. Yes, sir. That that's that's a wonderful um, idea and perspective to sort of live by. Because again, like you said, you have no idea what this gesture is going to do for the for the recipient, um, and 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 it may be you know one less happy meal, one less. Uh, you know, Gucci belt, or it could be something, you know, much smaller than that to you. It's not going to interrupt your life at all. Right. But it's, it's going to do, do amazing things for, for the recipient more than we would even be able to get our heads around. Right. I think principle always is, is a good structure and, and uh, a blessing to your life, man. You know, you know, like you said, that's, that's a cup of coffee. That's a happy meal. I won't remember or forget it if I ate or drank it anyway, but me giving that to that particular person that I know that needed, you know, because everyone is not hustling. Everyone's not trying to get over on you. Right. But when you form your mind that way, you miss all these opportunities all the time yeah. because you walk by because you, you, you're, you're harboring things that God has given you to give, to do for others. We know there's just a small little plug, you know, that whole concept about forming um, a catalyst for change. You know, we, we made it from, our meager uh, beginnings. Uh, God bless us to go to school. Parents come put through, through college. You know, we got into careers, bought homes, living lives. Our parents had no opportunities to do, and they worked all their life, right? And That's was right. it given to us? No, it wasn't. We blessed, right? Right. So For if sure. I can look back at someone who came like me, they got the same drive, same fire, same hustle. You know, I want to encourage it. I want to someone that because somebody did it for me. That's right. right. That's right. It, it, it ain't no hard deal to do, right? It's like, hey, no, I, I owe this. Right, right. That's the least that I can do is help shorten the learning curve for other folks and maybe open a door that that we had to jam open, you know. Um, and so, yeah, shout out to Catalyst for Change, the nonprofit that we started back in 2020. And, and everyone that has been a part of, uh, of that mission, um, you know, it... it it's something to give of yourselves, but the importance of it, you know, and that's why it's a, it's a topic in the book is we need to, you know, my kids especially need to see that everyone is living it different lives. You know, um, everyone ain't just worried about access to Wi-Fi. <laughs> you know, they got real real problems and real things that they're dealing with and right. it it's it's one thing for me to say it for me and my wife to say these things it's another thing for them to experience it and see it for themselves and be able to connect those dots so um no th this has been uh good um, i appreciate your support um with me writing the book and just uh being able to 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 shed light on your perspective and so many all of the lessons are things that we've talked about for the last what 20 years 30 you know almost 30 yeah. years right i mean just yeah. talking about life and things not that we've perfected but that we've recognized and that, that we, we we're, we're working on and so i you know i really um hope that folks find value in and some of these lessons and they can apply it to themselves to their children and 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 throughout their personal journey so 
uh, thank you for joining me today. And uh, I can't wait for you to read the books specifically. Hey, man, I, I, I'm glad, I'm proud of you, number one. Glad you stuck with it and that kept your discipline because it's much more to come, right? It's, it's much more to come. You got, you got your whistle wet. You got your popping knuckles. You're ready to go, right? But I think that in this piece as well, like that, it's still part of that contribution you're making because you want to give back, right? And, and that's the ultimate goal, I think, about gratefulness. You know, when you have received, you owe. Mm. God has deposited in you. You can give some interest. You owe interest. That's right. That's right. On uh, that, no, that, that's good. Um, on behalf of Pastor Ezra Tillman, again, um, First Trinity Missionary Baptist Church in, in Flint, you're doing amazing work there. You just had an anniversary. How many years? Eight. Eight years. Man, uh, yeah, it, it's it's amazing. Don't let the baby face fool you. Uh, Pastor Tillman's been doing this for a long time. Um, <laughs> well, I, I try to I, I try to do it with Joyce. I keep giving that gray hair and losing it. No, no shade. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, no, I appreciate, I appreciate you um, on behalf of, of Ezra. Um, I am Baxter E. Uh, again, the, the name of the book is Angelic Apes, a letter to Zara. I can't wait for, for folks to, to read it and experience it. Um, I just want to let everyone know that you are more than capable. You just need to embrace your own frequency. And uh, until next time, peace. Welcome into his brain. Welcome into his frequency. Enter at your own risk. Come be at peace with me. Ask the call where we rise and don't fall.